Hello, and welcome to the Real Talk with Tamara podcast. I'm Tamara, a photographer and creative director for beauty, wellness, and lifestyle brands and professionals, and your host of Real Talk with Tamara. So this podcast covers actionable, down-to-earth business and lifestyle advice for creative entrepreneurs who aspire to make an impact in their communities while keeping it real, of course. A little housekeeping before we get into it. Please follow or subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And comments are currency, so please leave a comment. You may just get a shout out on an upcoming episode. Before getting into it, I wanted to give a special shout out to Nadia Anoche, who recently left a review and had this to say. Tamara's podcast is literally everything that I've ever wanted in business. I've searched high and low to find a successful black woman with a capital B to gain knowledge and guidance in my field. She keeps it real. She is extremely relatable. She is amazing at what she does. She is truly inspiring. Thank you, Nadia, and to all of the other amazing women who have left a review. If you're a listener, please tell me how you feel by leaving a comment on iTunes or subscribing and following on Spotify or and iTunes. So let's get into this month in review. You know, February was a blur. Um, Between me being sick for half of it and also dealing with a ridiculous allergic reaction from Dove Soap, which we are not going to talk about, um, it felt like January couldn't end soon enough. And then February just came at 100 miles per hour. If I had to describe February, it was definitely a blur. And also, I feel like in February, I have to eat some of my words from what I said during my January month in review, but we'll get to that in a bit. So the beginning of the month was really hard for me because I was still reeling from the tragic helicopter accident with Kobe and Gianna Bryant and seven others. You know, I am pretty familiar with death myself. You know, a lot of my family members have passed over the years. And, you know, my mom passed when I was only five. And so it's death is just a, a just a part of life. Um, but for some reason, this death definitely cut deep. I think part of it was because one, it was so sudden, it was so unexpected. You know, we saw him on television dapping up Kobe. I mean, excuse me, dapping up LeBron James like several days before, probably a day before. And all those people were heading to somewhere to do what they loved. And I think the other part of it was even though Kobe and Gianna were at different stages of their life, they both had so much promise, you know, and I think for me, that was the most heartbreaking part of of the loss. And, you know, I, I don't want their passing to to be the crux of this episode. But but needless to say, it was definitely tough. I'm sure a lot of you listeners out there would agree. So let's talk about what was happening on the business front for me. You know, business was slow again this month. And it wasn't just my business and it helps to have a group of 
other entrepreneurs, in my case, other creative women that you can talk to and vent, vent to so that one, you don't feel bad. And also, so you understand that you're not alone. And because I love looking at data, I review myself from last year in 2019 to really review the trends in my business. Long story short, it was slow. <laughs> you know, aside from booking a huge client in the beginning of, of February in 2019, my business in February was okay. You know, I introduced a new price point in February 2019 and I began booking clients at that price point, but it really wasn't until, you know, towards the end of February that I really started to start seeing momentum for March. So this new revelation or just this aha that I was oblivious to is that slow season for me is January, February, and then also August. Um, and again, this is not an indication of how my year will be, but it certainly is something to consider or think about for next year in terms of building out other revenue streams. You know, I also understand that, you know, every business has a shit sandwich. You know, this is something that Elizabeth Gilbert talks about in Big Magic, which is a book that I highly recommend. Um, and, and slow months, you know, are a part of the shit sandwich that I signed up for when I decided to start this business. You know, the reality is not every month will be a $10,000 month. Maybe you'll make $2,000 or $5,000 in one month, which is still good, by the way. Um, but it doesn't mean that your business is a failure. This is simply an opportunity to really ask yourself, you know, what better financial habits do you need to implement during your $10,000 months to protect you from the slower months? You know, just the thought. Something that I also started doing in January is really managing my weekly expectations. And that came with some really great results. In January, I mentioned I started writing in my Elegant Excellence journal. And while the setup was a lot, about 80 pages, I finally found my stride in February. I went into each week with realistic goals and to-dos. And I love writing out my to-do lists. Um, I love the physical action of marking things as complete and then using Excel spreadsheets to supplement or support my to-do list. And so far, so good. I, I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel major anxiety. And if something needs to move to the following week, I don't have a panic attack. And it is not a reflection of my productivity or lack thereof. If you haven't noticed, and maybe I've mentioned this before in another episode, but I am an Enneagram 3. And 3s thrive on achievement and productivity. We believe our value is based on how much output we produce. We thrive on accomplishment and acknowledgement of our efforts. And you know, I don't, I don't consider this a bad thing. Like, yes, I want acknowledgement for something I worked really hard on and that I do really well. Yes, my value is somewhat attached to how I'm able to positively affect and help those around me. And yes, I like being productive. But I also understand that this line of thinking can lead to a slippery slope. Because when you have a slow month or a slow season in your business, 
You can then go into a spiral of feeling less than or not enough or even worse that you just feel like you should quit, which if you're a listener, that really isn't an option. So looking at my week at a glance has been a great anchor for me to feel accomplished in my endeavors. You know, a perfect example is this podcast. You know, this podcast has brought me a lot of joy. It has unlocked another aspect of fulfillment in my life. I love my listeners. I love the women that I've interviewed so far for the podcast. And it feels really good to look at my podcast schedule from week to week and and also see episodes planned out through June week one. You know, it feels really good to be able to use my Excel Excel spreadsheet to supplement the weekly to-do list. Maybe I'm nerding out a little bit sharing that piece of information, but it just feels really good even when other things don't to be don't appear to be going as well. And and also not to go off on a tangent, but but shouts out to everyone who has sent me posts or emails about other interviews or speaking opportunities this year. One of my goals for 2020 was to start establishing myself as a thought leader and do more speaking and teaching engagements and my, my, have you guys come through. So thank you for that. All right, so back to eating my words a little bit. You know, having free time January and February gave me some time to really review how I felt about the social landscape and just how imposter syndrome can manifest in a lot of interesting ways. First, let me get one thing or let me get this first thing out of the way. If I'm really honest with myself, I really honestly, truly miss teaching spin class. You know, I've been going back to taking, not teaching spin class the past few weeks. And it's been hard. It's been great, but hard. I mean, the reality is it never gets easier. You just get better. Um, and, and nevertheless, I've been bumping into former students and they're always asking me, you know, am I writing or am I teaching? And, and it's such a gut-wrenching experience. So just a little background, you know, one of the reasons I stopped teaching was because my body was genuinely tired. You know, I injured myself in March of 2017 and never really stopped to rest. I then taught spin class for, or spin for two years. Um, And if you listen to episode four um, in the dealing with grief episode, you know, I, I dealt with a major traumatic experience and that didn't really help in my healing either. So by the time January, 2019 came around, my body and you know, more specifically, my mind had had enough. You know, I needed to heal spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of the above. I was completely exhausted. Um, and so I, I picked myself up. I focused on my business. I went back to therapy. I rested a lot. I did a lot of hot yoga. Shout outs to Core Power. And it's, it's been over a year. And y'all, I, I'm really ready to get back on the saddle. Like, I really, really miss teaching. And, and something that I had to remind myself is that 
just as much as I am a business strategist, a photographer, a creative director, I am also an athlete. That, that has always been a part of my DNA, even as a young girl. You know, part of my joy comes from moving. And for me, that looks like hot yoga, hit, and teaching spin. Um, and, and let's just briefly talk about body image. Um, because since not teaching, I've definitely gained some weight, about 15 pounds. I definitely lost a lot of muscle. Um, and, and being a black woman, you know, we're often praised and appreciated for our curves, but I'm gonna just be honest with you. I could do without the extra to love, to love on, (laughs) you know, I've been told that I've looked like a boy with my short haircut and not by men, but by other women that I know. And that's not very encouraging. You know, I believe that all body types should be appreciated and respected. And I don't have intentions of losing that much weight again, but I, I do intend to be, you know, more in shape, leaner, and just happier. You know, if that means that I look less curvier, I'm not going to die. And, and people, let's just keep opinions to yourself about other people's body types. Okay. So I'm just going to leave that there. I've lived a lot of life since I stopped teaching in 2019, and I think that'll just make me a better spin teacher. But for me, it's just it's just time to jump back in the saddle and find that joy in teaching others. And because I believe in balance, you know, I'll be subbing instead of committing to a full schedule. The next thing I wanted to share, and I wish I could play back to you what I said in January about courses. Um, But pretty much what I said was, I'm not launching a damn course. (laughs) It causes me complete anxiety, major imposter syndrome, and just overwhelm. It takes, in my opinion, too much, probably more than enough effort to get 10 people, let alone one, to sign up for a program. Even if you have a system or method that works, even if you have testimonials, even if you've done it for yourself, it's just really hard. Especially when you have invested in programs that can guarantee five, six figure launches, it just is honestly discouraging. You know, there is no way to really sugarcoat it. And while five figure and six figure launches are achievable, the reality is they don't always happen the first time around or ever if we're all really being honest with ourselves. So here I am in the beginning of February, more so the middle of February, minding my business when one morning at around 3 a.m. and God literally downloads to me an email launch sequence and a complete restructure of my existing photography mastermind content. Y'all, I was I was confused, upset and and confused (laughs) because I didn't want to do it. Like I like made up my mind that I wasn't going to dip my toe into the pond of courses or coaching. Um, And then all of a sudden, God gives me this complete download. And I used all of one day to redo my email, my email funnels, my launches. And now here we are. But As I've said before, one of my models this year 
is discipline over sacrifice. And if I had to be honest, you know, the regret of not sharing what I knew after getting this ridiculous download of information would eat me up more than not doing it and saying, what if three months, six months, a year down the line? Let me just say this, you know, sharing these gripes does not mean that I'm telling God to block my blessings. All right. Like, let's not confuse the two. There is nothing wrong with putting a spotlight on a culture that can promote unrealistic expectations for people or promote a source of income that, to be quite honest, is easier said than done when it comes to executing. The shit takes work. Okay, period. And if you want to do it, you have to understand that five figures is just not always guaranteed. So going back to what I was doing with my free time, I had to be honest with myself a little bit more about what I disliked about the course slash program culture. I have two gripes. The first one is long, complicated funnels. I don't want to have to give you three to four freebies or low-hanging fruit to convince you to sign up for a free discovery call to then convince you to sign up for a free training, to then convince you to sign up for my program. Too many steps. I want to simply share engaging content, engage with you, and invite you to a free training, and finally invite you to join my program at the end of the training. Simple. So I decided to just stick to what I know based off of me launching courses and programs in the past. And for me, trainings or webinars worked. So that was the first hurdle that I got over. The second gripe that I have with courses is the feeling that if I don't make five or six figures, that what I offer isn't important or relevant. The belief being that because I'm not promising six-figure growth and success that I might as well not even bother. Because let's be real, a lot of people get sucked in with the promise of making five figures in one launch or six figures in six months. But let me be clear, making six figures in six months is a cheap and generic selling point. It's very easy to make that promise because that too can be low-hanging fruit. That isn't my promise to anyone who joins my coaching programs, because the reality is that's not what I sell. I saw success in my own business because I implemented systems, I used better selling techniques, I implemented higher prices, and therefore I teach the same. I coach photographers who want to experience less anxiety around booking not only more, but the right clients. I coach photographers who want to be organized and truly treat their craft like a business and not a hobby. I coach photographers who are ready to learn, implement, and grow. It is all about how you want to feel in your business. It is all about how you want to run your business. That has nothing to do with making six figures in six months. And as I mentioned earlier, as an Enneagram 3, I thrive seeing other people I've helped or coached thrive. 
And with that being said, not burying the lead, I decided to relaunch my six-week coaching program for photographers. On March 2nd, when it relaunches, it will be round four of doing this program. And my new goal is to teach 100 photographers how to build a better sustainable business. I may not teach 100 in one round, but I'm willing to do this a few more times and not give up. And I would be honest, this information is so, so valid and necessary because whenever I coach someone and they come out on the other side, they now understand their worth and they now feel like they are set up for the success that they deserve. And for me, that is the validation and feeling that I am always searching for. So next week, I am teaching a free training and it is my five-step roadmap to booking more clients, building a photography business with less anxiety and overwhelm. If you or anyone you know may be interested, have them visit bit.ly forward slash five-step training or check out the show notes. If you learn anything from this episode, I hope you take this. You can change your mind if you want to. You can pivot at any point. I'm understanding that if God provided the vision, he will provide the resource. And success really isn't linear. All right, so now that I've gotten this off of my chest, I think I'm ready for March because I am so, so ready for it. And on that note, this wraps up another edition of Real Talk with Tamara, Real Talk for Real Women. If you like what you've heard, please share with Reckless Abandon. And don't forget to follow on iTunes or Spotify so you don't miss out on the next episode. Until next time, remember to grind with grace and love, peace, and do you, boo.